Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and today you'll notice it's a little bit different of an intro, and that's because we have something special for you, our 777 series, or as Heather likes to call it, our 777 series, where in seven days we are releasing seven podcasts, so that works out to one a day, and we are counting down our seven most memorable experiences of our seven years of being location independent. Lots of sevens in there, lots of good stuff coming for you, and we are doing this to celebrate the launch of the Paradise Pack. We only do the Paradise Pack once a year, and it is a bundle sale of the world's best courses to help you become location independent, no matter what way you want to try and do that. So this year, we've got some amazing courses in there. We have a course on how to teach English, if you want to do that to get started. If you want to teach English online, we've got a course on how to get high-end freelancing clients. We've got a course on Instagram for business. We've got a course on how to build an app. We have a course on personal branding. We've got courses on how to build your business from Brian Lofrumento and Jamie Atkinson. And we've got courses on affiliate marketing and SEO. If you're sitting there saying, hey, I'm building a blog and I want to be able to monetize that, we've got courses to help you with that. So lots and lots of good stuff in this year's Paradise Pack. You can check it all out, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. But remember, the Paradise Pack is only available April 23rd through April 29th, 2019. After that, it is gone forever. You will never be able to get it again. So if you are interested in becoming location independent, so if you listen to these podcasts, you're like, hey, that's pretty cool. Some of the neat stuff that Trav and Heather have been able to do over the last seven years of being location independent, I want to be able to have that freedom in my life as well. I want to be able to travel, live, and work anywhere, but I'm not exactly sure what my next step is. I'm not sure how to get started. If you're looking for resources that can help you do that, check it out, theparadisepack.com. You can also go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. It's over 90% off, off the total value of all of these courses, but you're only able to get it April 23rd through April 29th. That's why we have the 777 series coming out exactly those seven days, April 23rd through April 29th to celebrate the Paradise Pack. So check it out, extrapackpants.com slash paradise. Let's roll right in to this episode. Start the timer. Welcome to part seven of our 777 series. Triple seven. Triple. Yeah, that's an easy way to say it. The triple seven series. And this is our seventh most memorable experience since we became location independent seven years ago. And we are starting off hot here. And this will be something that I certainly never, ever forget because it was a meltdown that then led to one of the best experiences I ever had in my life. So I have set the scene for everyone. Where are we and what exactly started to go down? So if you've listened to our other podcast, you might remember Trav's big meltdown. It was an epic podcast that we had with Jason from Zero to Travel and our friend Dave Adkins, also known as Napkins. Hashtag love napkins. So maybe you already know where this is and you can guess, but we are in the country of Myanmar. And, you know, it's very undeveloped for tourism at this time and had just opened to tourism pretty recently within a year or two, I think, when we decided to go. We wanted to go 
early for that reason. For that reason, because we've been to Thailand and it's amazing, but everyone who was in Thailand 20 years ago was like, oh, so much cooler in Thailand 20 years ago. She's like, okay. Right. They kept saying it's yeah. like Thailand 20 years ago, which we thought we envisioned as a good thing. Right. Which was in some ways, but also was in the ways that Thailand 20 years ago would be a bad thing, hence tourist infrastructure. Yeah, and there's no infrastructure. The accommodations were, you know, dire, dire. Pretty bad or incredibly expensive because they were for these tourist expats or diplomats or things like that. So, you know, it was a little bit different. And we started our trip in uh, Mandalay, right? In Mandalay, and- which, which to be fair, I always envision you hear Mandalay, right? Huff, and you think just this amazing city. Like to me, it, it, it Mandalay and Shangri-La kind of spur those same sort of things bubbling up in me like, oh my gosh, an ancient, cool, beautiful city, not... Very romantic ideas of what this city is. Sure. It doesn't really spur to mind like super dirty, dusty roads, (laughs) impossible to find a restaurant. It's true. Absolutely like pretty crazy. I mean, not that many people speaking English, which is fine. I mean, we're in your country, but we don't speak the language in Myanmar. So, you know, there weren't a lot of touristy restaurants or places and a lot of the roads were still dirt not many were paved and the light the electricity would go out every now and then you wouldn't really know why and the internet was pretty non-existent and i think our first or second night there you were the location indie life and travis being who he is was trying to reach out to the people at elliptigo because at this point in time he'd wanted to elliptigo across the United States. If you don't know still, what an elliptigo is, you should Google it. Uh, still do want to <laughs> elliptigo across the United States, but at this point that was like I was trying to get a hold of them to see if I could get sponsored. Right. And I actually forgot about this part. I mean, you were just like the way you get very obsessive. Like, okay, I'm going to launch this whole thing. They're going to sponsor me. I'm going to be called the Elliptiguide. I'm going to go across the U.S. Still have that domain, Elliptiguide.com. Of course you do. And, you know, you were getting really aggravated and frustrated because you were trying to kind of get this proposal together and the internet wasn't working. And then the electricity would go out and you were just like, ah! <laughs> I freaked out. And this was, I. whenever I write my bio for stuff now, people are like, oh, can we have your bio, you know, for involved in projects or we're getting written up or anything mm-hmm. like that. I always put in a tagline that we've been able to lead a locate, like we've been able to figure out how to run multiple six-figure businesses from 50 countries across the world and how to run it unsuccessfully from Myanmar because this, <laughs> I was not able to do anything. So the first couple of days there, I was freaking out. We were still in our mode where we were really pressed for cash in the in the first couple mm-hmm. years of our location in the uh, independent experience we were still it was when we were nomadic it was before we moved back into our house so it was that hustle mode where we were traveling and working at the same time and we hadn't really figured out that balance of enjoying kind of the place when you where say you we are. hadn't really figured out <laughs> no, we, we hadn't, hadn't, we hadn't, hadn't figured, figured it, out. it out at all so it was kind of a challenge with the internet there because we expected to maybe to be able to do some work but it was kind of nice because we ended up just taking the two weeks we were there to have fun yeah it was it was nice <laughs> after i freaked out so to get through the freak out i mean it was the first couple of days we're in mandalay and i'm thinking all right i'm gonna get first off mandalay was we was much harder traveling than we imagined. So I was a little stressed about that, a lot stressed about that. And then, of course, the internet, I couldn't get anything done. And I just thought, like, how am I going to do this? I can't work. I don't know what we're doing. And I, I freaked out. I was in the hotel room. And I'm like, Heth, 
it, as soon as this internet starts working, I'm booking us flight from here. Oh we're, yeah, we're not going. We're not That's staying right. in Myanmar. I'm booking us flights, and we're, we're going back to Thailand. We're going to Thailand. I'm like, I don't care. It's like not even that expensive. Let's just leave this. This is not a place that I want to be. And I just, I just don't like it. And I was freaking out and saying like, we're at, we got to get out of here. I'm out of here. This is awful. Like I was being crazy. And so much to the fact, so much so that Heather actually was like, all right, I'm leaving the hotel room. Oh yeah. I had to leave the hotel room. And I'm going to go walk around the town, which we didn't like at that point at all. And with the power out. So she went walking around a dusty, (laughs) dirty city that she didn't know with no power kind of in the middle of not yeah. the middle of night but late it, no, evening no it was like 7 so it was dark because it was february when we were there yeah so, so all that instead of actually sitting in a hotel room with me freaking out well because out. he needed to calm down and nothing i was saying was working and i was like just listen you take some time be on your own i'm going to go and um so that was the first part of the trip and we decided not to leave i don't remember how we came to that conclusion probably i said well we have these plans to go to these other places in Myanmar that are spectacular from what we've heard. And maybe Mandalay isn't the coolest spot of all of Myanmar. And our next spot was in Lay Lake, which is kind of where the story turns and becomes why it was so memorable. Yeah, so we I, also, I would say that I finally just said, I'm not really going to do any work. I mean, I still, I think I tried to do some mm-hmm. stuff, but again, didn't understand the work-life balance then like we do now. That's part of this location independent journey is figuring that out. But I also did a kind of in my head then say, all right, well, there's not going to be able to mu- get much mm-hmm. done here. So let's just forget yeah. about that. And we went to Inlay Lake, way cooler than Mandalay. And then- in our opinion- yeah, this is our podcast. So this is our opinions. And well, actually, let me just throw in there that just to say about Mandalay, when we decided to rent a motorbike and we went out and we went to all these temples around Mandalay, that was actually really cool. And so there are cool things to do there. And that was actually the next day after we freaked after I was freaking out, we got up and, uh, and we were like, mm-hmm. let's just get out and see something. It has to be better than we think. And it, it was way better. But it was just getting out of that like that like stress-filled hotel room. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Is like, let's just go and do what we normally do. Let's just explore. So we went to Inlay Lake. was absolutely awesome. But the crowning moment for me, for sure, when we were in Myanmar, was going to Bagan and the temples of Bagan. And, and to this day, I still think that is the prettiest, yeah. most, uh, how do I want to say it? Like, most captivating place yeah. I have ever been are the temples of Bagan. And there's, what, 2,200 temples spread out across this crazy oh, huge complex. Acres and acres and acres of land. And, and you can just, well, you used to be able to after we left. Go this change, on any of them. You could just climb up on any of them because there wasn't that many tours. Yeah. So you take a motorbike out these little electric, electric bikes and you just go to any temple. Well, actually, yeah, because at the time that you couldn't have a motorbike there. So right. you had these electric bikes. Which kind of were kind of different. I mean, they worked better than <laughs> you having a bicycle, but they would not that fast. Yeah, no. And you could, but you just had literally hundreds of, well, maybe not hundreds, but tens of miles of temples all around you. No one else out there. So you'd go and you'd go on this temple and you'd climb up it and you wouldn't see another person. And mm-hmm. so it was like yeah. having your own private, amazing playground. And it was it certainly was a 180 oh, from, from what I felt when we were in, in Mandalay. Mandalay. Yeah, and I did a hot air balloon ride there actually, which was incredibly memorable. It's the only time I've done one and it was just so beautiful because you're up there and you just see all these temples and you do it at sunrise, which I'm not a morning person, but it was definitely worth getting up that early. So that was incredibly memorable. But the location independent part of this 
when we first checked into our hotel at Inlay Lake, and I think it was maybe the next morning, it was pretty early in the morning, we were going to be going out for a boat ride all around the lake, and we're at the we front desk. We had to get up, desk. I think, at 6 a.m. or 6, yeah. 6.30 a.m. Very early in the morning, and we're at the front desk, and I forget what we were trying to figure out at the front desk, but we were waiting for someone to pick us up to go on the, on the lake. And <laughs> we hear somebody say, Travis? <laughs> Is that you? And I'm like, they cannot be talking to me. But there's no, there's like maybe a hundred white people in this town, like foreigners in this town, and probably none of them named Travis. So I turn around, and there is someone I've never met before, and she's her name's Diane, and she says to me, "Don't worry, you don't know me." I'm like, okay, <laughs> good. What's going on? Here we are in the middle of I a mean... very non-touristed yes. country at six thirty in the morning, waiting to go on a mm-hmm. boat ride. And Diane was like, I I heard you last night at the front desk talking to someone, like I guess right before I went up to my room, and I thought it might be you from your voice, but then like you went up to your room, and this morning I'm getting ready to leave Inlay Lake, so she just happened to be up really early yeah. to catch another bus, and I saw you sitting there and talking, and I knew it was you guys from the podcast. I just I recognize your voice, which is so I funny. Your voice. It's funny that people recognize us from our voices more than anything else sometimes, I think. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, okay, and shit, I just joined Location Indie. And so this was the very first time we had launched our community Location Indie. It was February. So it was less than a month? It was, we had we had just launched it once. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there was maybe like 60 people who had joined in the whole world. <laughs> and she's like, I just joined, like I've been following your podcast and Jason's podcast forever. Like when you join Location Indie, I knew I had to be a part of it. Like I'm, I, I'm half location independent. I want to become full location independent, blah, blah, blah. She tells us her whole story. And I'm sitting here thinking, there are 60 people in this whole world who have joined this community. And here I am. At 6.30 in the morning in a random hotel in Inlay Lake, Myanmar, and one of them just happens to A, hear us talking in our voice, and B, somehow be in this exact spot. And I just remember at that moment thinking... Oh my wow. gosh, this is this is the world. Like I want to create this. I want to create a stuff, community. A community. Location, which I'm wearing the if you guys can watch the video, I'm wearing the <laughs> oh, sweatshirt right now. But uh, I wanted to create a community of people who, no matter where you were, there was like-minded people. So it was essentially the very first location indie meetup was there in Myanmar with Heather, myself, and and Diane Mayer. And it was just an incredible experience. You know, after having been so low in Mandalay thinking, I'm going to leave, all Mm -hmm. of a sudden it hits you and it's like, (laughs) oh my gosh, there's people out there all over trying to do this. There's people out there wanting to travel. And we are playing a little bit of a part in that through the podcast, through the location. And I just remember saying... Who cares if I can't get the internet to work? Like this, just take solace in the stuff that you've already done is out there and making right. an impact for and people. And the internet will still be there in twelve days when we're back in Thailand, and we can work and do all of those digital nomadic things that people do in Thailand. So it was just a really cool reminder, and obviously it made both of us, but especially you, feel pretty cool. I mean, uh, it was, yeah. I, mean, I guess it was cool, but it was more validated too. Yeah. Just saying like, wow, we've been struggling through this, mm-hmm. this location independent lifestyle for a, a year and a half. We're not making a ton of money, but we have ideas. We know there's some impact. And just to be reminded of that, that wow, something you've done has made an impact, especially coming from honestly, probably one of the lowest points I'd ever been traveling the first couple of days in Mandalay. That was like two days before that. And so that started us on the upswing big mm-hmm. time. And then going to Bagan was like a pinnacle. And so that trip, super memorable because 
it was our it was one of our first location independent trips and it was certainly the one that I think rode the rode the roller coaster the most of all you know we talk about location independence being a roller coaster well here it was encapsulated in seven days basically. yeah absolutely and just the whole experience of of going there and you know we had been nomadic I think at this point for maybe a year and a half or something and you know it's just it was kind of a hard time in our life and then we would go on these trips and we'd be like, okay, well, it doesn't matter that we don't have a home base. We're out here. We're doing our thing. We're like living this life that we're trying to build. So it was just a really big deal, that whole idea of that trip and going somewhere and just knowing that we could do it anytime that we want. And and knowing that it won't always be perfect. Yeah. And that sometimes you just have to say, okay, it's not perfect. Let me go out and do the best I can. And sometimes that means not doing anything because where you are and where you've put yourself, in this case, Myanmar, isn't allowing you to do that, that's fine. Take a step back and just look at it for what it is and enjoy it. So there you have it. That is part number seven, our mm-hmm. seventh most memorable yeah. experience of our seven years of being location independent. Uh, independent. We're going to be coming out with six more over the next six days, so make sure you tune into that as well. And Heth, we beat the timer. I know, we did. We, we still have actually minutes. even... Five minutes left, so I'm well, not we're sure. Not, was we're it not going to fill. We're not going to fill that time. <laughs> no, we're I think not. you said it for the wrong number because it's supposed think, to be fifteen. Yeah, minutes. yeah. So make sure you join us for the other ones, guys, and we will see you soon. All right, bye. If you made it to the end of this show, then you're probably interested in location independence. And if you are, the best possible way to get started to take that first step or that next step is by heading to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. That will get you to the Paradise Pack. Now, don't forget the Paradise Pack is only available April 23rd through April 29th, 2019. After that, it will be gone forever. If you ask me if you can buy it, after the deadline has passed, I will tell you no. I tell people every single year, tens and maybe even hundreds of people every single year that they cannot get it after the deadline. The deadline is the deadline. So check it out, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. Don't forget, if you're listening to this in podcast form, we have filmed this. So you can come watch Heather and I interact on video. We're posting it on our Extra Pack of Peanuts Facebook page. We're also posting it on our Extra Pack of Peanuts YouTube channel. We haven't done this before, so if you like it, let us know. If you're listening on podcast form and you want to go check those out, you can watch us in video, trying something a little different to see if you all like it and to see if we have some fun with it. Sometimes it's cool to put a face to a name or a face to a voice in this case. So check it out, Extra Pack of Peanuts Facebook and also Extra Pack of Peanuts YouTube. And do not forget, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise to get to the Paradise Pack. It is over April 29th.